Acorn TV is the largest commercial-free British streaming service that features compelling stories, exclusive premieres, and originals you won't find anywhere else. To try Acorn TV free for 30 days, go to acorn.tv and use promo code AMR in all lowercase letters only. Welcome to AMR Trains, a podcast about training and racing in endurance sports. I'm Dimity McDowell, co-founder of Another Mother Runner. Today, we're continuing the body series where we tackle a variety of physical issues and injuries common to runners. Previously, we've hit on the feet and the lower back, and we're going to go today to a pain point for many of us, the knees. Helping us with that is Dr. Rosalind Moore, the owner of Rekinetic Physical Therapy and Wellness. Uh, Dr. Moore is a physical therapist in Baltimore, Maryland, who has over 20 years of experience in athletic training and physical therapy. She specializes in women getting over physical speed bumps, getting them moving, and um, of course, helping out with knee pain. So welcome, Dr. Moore. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Sure. So tell us about yourself before we get rolling. I did a short clinical bio, but kind of tell us where you give us a little bit of your background. All right. So I originally started, uh, I'd say physical therapy was not probably the first thing I thought of. It was actually physical education. Okay. So uh, I went into physical education and athletic training in undergrad and then worked in that field for a little while. And then was in the real buzz of corporate fitness and health and fitness things. I decided that that's what I wanted to do next. So and a master's in, um, in exercise science and thought I was going to, you know, have this amazing corporate fitness job uh, working for some amazing company. And then the bottom kind of dropped out of that <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> by the time I graduated, but I did end up working at, um, for the Kellogg corporation in oh. um, Battle Creek. So that was actually a pretty good job. It just, you know, it wasn't fully the corporate, corporate fitness that I wanted. Um, and then I, since I was already an athletic trainer, I went ahead and just took a position with a high school and did that for a while and then decided to go back to school for physical therapy from there. And um, that's, you know, kind of what I've done for, yeah, it's like 21 years now, I'd say. Yeah, so you're super super uh, knowledgeable about the athletic body. It sounds like in different ways, right? Not just coming at it from a totally physical therapy standpoint. That's great. And Rekinetic Physical Therapy, you started that recently um, because of during the pandemic, did you start that? Right. So I had thought about doing it in uh, 2019 and kind of, you know, formulating what I wanted to do and just kind of thinking about it, you know, I want to work for myself and not have to, um, you know, see the four and five patients in an hour and, and not get my lunch and get paper and do paperwork and, uh, you know, just not being your own person, not being able to see who you want to see and sure. having, you know, so many other people telling you what to do. So I, I thought about doing it. And then the beginning of January, 2020, I, I did a vision board and <laughs> I was all ready. And I thought about my name and I knew I wanted to have something to do with my name, but not really my name. So um, my name is Rosalind K. Moore. So the R and the K I was thinking of doing something with and, and then just came upon that word rekinetic. And it just seemed like a great word. And um, so that's where it came from. And then uh, spoke with a lawyer to figure out what I needed to do in like a uh, February, okay. <laughs> beginning of February, 2020. 
And so um, received my LLC and just, you know, put everything together and I was ready to go by about March 20th. And yeah, there Look we go. That. Oh, geez. <laughs> wow. That's, that's good timing. Good as in not really. Putting that right, months. right. Ironic my other timing. jobs had ended and that's kind of all I had for for a year. Wow. Wow. Well, I found you um, and I was looking at your Instagram account and you, the, the reason why I found you, I found you on a directory that, that you, where you said you specialized in knee pain and helping runners. And then your Instagram account at that time, it's, it's a little bit more diverse now, but you were very focused on showing um, like variations of exercises that I know because I've done gazillions of them um, to be helpful with knee pain. Right. right. And, um, and it was really cool that, um, and you were coming at it from, you tend to treat women who are, your focus is women who are a little bit older, right? In their 40s, 50s, um, right. which is a lot right. of our listeners right. um, who kind of have some some miles built up on their joints, right? Right, exactly. Nice. Yeah, you know, I mean, I figure I'm kind of, I'm in that realm and um, I've had knee pain for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, I just felt like I really wanted to focus my, my practice on, women, um, you know, over 40, over 50 that maybe want to be runners, but they haven't exercised. So they first need to get a base. So and that's so important, you know, first. And so I, I really focus on, I'm trying to really focus on exercise, you know, get moving, get a little more healthy, get stronger, and then you'll be ready to get going with, with running. And then the knee pain comes up because, you know, that's just so prevalent, especially in runners. Yes. And then um, I feel like a lot of times women in their late 40s and 50s who want to start exercising are sometimes stopped because they have knee pain. You sure. know, so they don't know what to do because they have this, you know, this nagging knee pain, which, of course, gets in the way of a lot of things. Absolutely. Well, so knee pain can mean so many things. I mean, obviously, it's a complex joint. It can mean, you know, under the kneecap, behind the knee, on the right side, on the left side, inner outer, you know. Right. I mean, is there a typical, and as I ask this, I'm like, mm, probably a bad question, <laughs> but is there such a thing as typical running runner's knee pain or is that just individual person by person? I mean, actually there is. I mean, usually when someone who's active and especially a runner talks about their knee hurting or having knee pain, it's usually going to be one or two things. It's either going to be their iliotibial band. So it's going to be on the lateral or the outside of the knee. Okay. Or it's going to be right in the front, uh, the lower part of the knee, which is anterior knee pain. And it also can be called actually runner's knee jumper's knee and then patellofemoral pain syndrome okay and so um and what are the two i mean so so we're kind of talking about two different things or two related things i guess but different i mean what what causes each of those what causes the it band um pain yeah um i feel like most of the injuries the knee pain ankle pain and shin splints almost all that is usually because people just think they can just run <laughs> you know, yes, oh, I'm yes. gonna run, and, and you know, you know, you hear that. All you need is a good pair of shoes. Go running, but there's so much more to it, and and unfortunately, you know, I think you know, especially women, it's just like, oh, you know, I want to get going, I want to lose weight, and they just get going, and there just has to be a prep for that. So I think there's a lack of preparation. So there is a lack of getting your body ready for the demands of running. Mm -hmm. Sure, one thing. Um, and then not being consistent is another thing and trying to do too much at the same time. So either 
increasing your speed and increasing the miles at the same time. Sure. Or maybe people will be like, oh, I'm going to start doing speed work and hill work and increase my speed and increase my time. Sure, sure. <laughs> you know, doing those things. Um, and then poor mechanics. Unfortunately, some people have no idea what they look like when they run. So they have no idea that they're overextending their leg or their stride is actually too slow or too short or that they're hinging at their hip as they're running the whole time. Um, or maybe they don't see that their feet are turning in. So, and they're just, they keep going and have no idea they are having these issues. And <laughs> Sure, sure. Yeah. Well, let's go back to um, lack of preparation. So let's assume that, that we're not starting with a runner from scratch, um, but somebody who um, may be, you know, coming either, you know, maybe runs, let's say 15 miles a week, um, but doesn't really do much else, right? There's not a lot of um, maybe warm up before the run because she's running out of the house to get it done quickly <laughs> during her, you know, lunchtime or before the kids wake up. Um, yeah. And then, um, and then maybe not a lot of, you know, um, anything else like strength training, foam rolling, stretching, yeah. whatever. So can you kind of talk about the ancillary things that may make a difference with knee pain? Yeah. So, you know, I think I, I say this with, with so many things that it's like pay for it now or pay for it later. So, yeah. you know, take the time now or else you're not going to be able to take the time to run later because you're going to be hurt. So definitely a, you know, like a five minute walk before you run and then a dynamic warm up. So you're doing uh, some hopping in place and maybe some jumping jacks, uh, jogging in place, hip circles, some walking lunges, um, some air squats, something to get your body warmed up and then start running. Um, and then, like I said before, not doing it all at once, you know, like you have one day that maybe your long run, another day that you're working on maybe hills and speed work. And then another day where you're doing like your regular type of running, not just every day you're doing, you're trying to go as fast as you can, or every day you're doing hills and then um, definitely need to cross train. So just running and that's all you do. People think, well, you know, my legs are getting stronger because I run. Well, your body gets used to a certain thing and, sure. you know, you're not going to get stronger by only running. So uh, runners definitely need uh, mobility and flexibility. And, mm -hmm. and a couple key areas would be your ankles, your hip and your spine. So working on mobility of those areas are key. And then the strengthening of course, your lower legs, um, but especially your um, your hip area, so your glutes. So you definitely have to have um, strength in the glute area, your quads, your calves, and then the muscles themselves need to not be tight or um, lack of flexibility. So foam rolling is something that can help with that. You know, mm -hmm. foam rolling your adductor, so you're in a part of your leg, and then your calves is is a really good thing and um doing other things like swimming is a great exercise you know that works on your lung capacity um, you can do exercises in the pool which are great for running like doing your jump training in the pool and working on the kicks will make your legs stronger um, and then definitely the resistance training so that you can strengthen the hips and your legs and then hip mobility and it's kind of like a big key thing right now we're always talking about mobility and mobility but i think it's i love talking about that more so now because it, it's instead of just flexibility like just mm -hmm. sitting there and reaching for your toes <laughs> it's not gonna help yeah yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> just standing there and doing like those static stretches because awesome. I mean it's so hard to <laughs> to lengthen your muscles like you just it's just not really a thing you know you think it sounds like it sounds good but you really need to get the actual joints to move which will help with the the muscles having better mobility or stretch flexibility. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, and so hip mobility, I mean, so that basically, please correct me if I'm wrong, but that basically means that you're, 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 you're the, the ball can move around in the socket easily, right? Without any kind of obstruction or impingement. So, I mean, you mentioned hip circles earlier, like, are there other ones, um, you know, so that you can do, I imagine on all fours, right? Or right. standing up? Are those, yeah. The two, yeah. Is there one you yeah. recommend over the other? There's, um, I have a whole series that I really like to go through, which is it's when I'm, I'm not running. So not the dynamic warm up. So the okay. mobility stuff would be like half kneeling and doing pelvic tilts, half kneeling, and then like twisting behind you, um, like a half kneel and uh, rotating your hips back and forth. So okay. you kind of get your hamstring in there. Those are good ones. Um, doing a moving down dog mm-hmm. or doing a moving child pose. So you're like in the child pose position, but you're rocking back and forth, getting those hips going, your knees going. Um, standing, like half standing and so that your, your ankle is bent and going back and forth on that so that you get some good movement in the ankle joint. So yeah, just getting the actual joint moving so that the muscles can move better. Okay. And as far as the dynamic warm up, I definitely uh, you know would suggest like w- the walking lunges or or and the hip circles are really good. Jumping jacks because you also want to get the body warm. Like you're kind of like sweating a little bit. You're breathing a little hard, you know, so that your body is actually warm. You know, you're just like pulling a cold rubber band out of the, out of the freezer next <laughs> just. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Well, let's go back to the, I mean, because usually, and again, I am, uh, you are the doctor here, but like, there's usually with knee pain, there's usually not something fundamentally wrong with the knee, right? It's the stuff, it's the, what you're talking about, the mobility, the lack of glute engagement, muscles around the knee, right? Right. I mean, so it's the structure that isn't the issue. It is the supporting parts, right? It's the supporting parts, or it could be the running form. Uh, like over over striding uh, or actually running too slow it sounds horrible but you know there's a certain cadence that can actually be a little bit harder on your knees um, it's yeah definitely the supporting part and then the form and then the, the lack of prep for running okay. and it, it can be shoes I mean a lot of people I think that's the first thing they think of they're like oh my shoes you know my knee hurts my shoes are bad I mean, it's, and actually I just read a study a little while ago and they were really saying that shoes actually had nothing to do with it. So there's a little controversy out there. <laughs> sure, sure. Okay, we'll talk a little bit through form again. So you talked about, um, so cadence a little bit matters. Do you have a number in mind that you think is important to- I mean, there's, you know, the 180 is thrown out there and, yes. um, you know, that, but and I think most studies that I've read and other runner run coaches I've seen are, you know, sticking with that number. Um, but just, I just feel like if you, if you're just having really, if you just go really, really slow, just try to pick it up a little bit and see how you feel, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's, and I don't want it to sound like you can't be a quote unquote slower runner, but like, you know, what does that really mean? But 
you know, if, if you are really, you know, those 14 minute miles and you know, just see, if, can you go a little bit faster, you know, pick it up a little bit. And so there's not as much stress on your, on your body. Okay. And what about overstriding? Do you see that a lot with runners? Yeah. You know, it's funny. I look at my window a lot and I'm trying to see, cause I, you know, I see, I've been reading a lot that that's, that's a big problem. So they're overstriding, they're landing on their heel. And then there's that, you're just like jamming that force from the ground through your heel and up to your knee. And, um, more of women do that, that mm-hmm. stride, which is interesting. So that could be a problem. And then, um, running, just kind of hanging over, over like bending over forward shoulders around it hips bent so now that's just not a, a good pattern you know good form for the body at all so you got to think about you know standing up straight getting your shoulders back um and your arms having your arms not being tight to your body or not swinging across the body body but more at your sides mm-hmm. and um think about landing more on more like the balls of your feet a little bit more i mean some people like a toe running is would be better than landing straight on your heels <laughs> okay i mean i know when i try to land on the balls of my feet i um i know i'm not doing that i mean the pictures show that i'm not doing that but i think that that brings a intentionality to your stride where you're trying to think about being a little bit quicker a little bit lighter you know and not over striding and i think you know that in itself in and of itself is helpful yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Just kind of, you know, think about your, your running and and be mindful about it. You know, it doesn't have to be, I mean, if you feel like you need to have music and be completely distracted the whole time, then maybe running might not be the best thing. (laughs) You know, you need to be one with it and be mindful and think about what you're doing and think about your body and and listen to your body and feel it and kind of know what's going on. Sure. Sure. Okay. So, um, knee pain, if I, if knee pain comes on during a run, is that a sure sign to stop or kind of talk about how you can, um, how you should think about it, you know, versus like on the road versus off the road. Like if you yeah. get it when you're walking up the stairs, if you get it when you're on a run, like, <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, you know, pain's telling you something, so uh-huh. it's, you probably do need to stop, but sometimes, if you're trying to get back into running, if you've had pain with running and you're trying to rehab, you may, you may have some pain, you know, it's just the number. So we just try to say like, okay, if you think about zero out of 10 pain and then tens, like, like excruciating, like you were going to the hospital because you have 10 out of 10 pain. Okay. Sure. So just, if you were in like your one, twos, low threes, you might, you know, it might be okay because you might have that when you're, if you're trying to get back and you might have that at the beginning of the run and it may go away. And, you know, I feel like that's probably okay. But when you're talking, you're hitting, you know, high threes, fours, fives of pain. And that's not something you should be trying to run through. Sure. At all. <laughs> okay. All right. That's the time when you take a break. Yeah. Um, and-, and you may just have to do less. I mean, it doesn't mean like just stop running. Okay. Mm-hmm. So maybe, you know, when you're going to get to that point. So at that point, now you're going to do your fast walking or while you're, you need to rehab, you're going to do intervals. You're just going to run, walk for a little while, you know, or instead of doing six miles, mm-hmm. uh, you just do two miles and then until you can get back to, to what you need to get back to. On these long summer days, I find myself spending more time outside in the evening, yet I still end most days watching the telly. 
If you do too, or if you're like Molly and sometimes you watch TV first thing on a weekend morning and you're tired of scrolling through the same movies or shows and miss the excitement of weekly releases and brand new binge fests, then you need to try Acorn TV. With Acorn TV, there's always something new to discover. It has hundreds of exclusive shows from around the world, including award-winning mysteries, dramas, comedies, and so much more. Acorn TV has new releases every week, so you'll never have to worry about running out of content. The series are cleverly written, they feature renowned actors like Tandy Newton and James Purefoy, and they're visually striking. Watching Acorn, I often feel like I've been transported to Dublin, Sydney, or the Scottish Moors. I love it. Right now, I'm enjoying a bit of frothy goodness, a series called Agatha Raisin. Set in a quaint village in the Cotswolds, the titular character finds a second career as an amateur detective investigating mischief, mayhem, and murder in her deceptively devious town. It's all good fun. If you're ready for a streaming service that offers new stories, new characters, and breathtaking sceneries every week, do what I did and get Acorn TV. To try Acorn TV free for 30 days, go to acorn.tv and use promo code AMR in all lowercase letters only. That's A-C-O-R-N dot TV with promo code AMR in all lowercase letters only to get your first 30 days for free. Let's talk a little bit about um, arthritis in knees, because as you probably heard through your career and all of us have probably (laughs) heard at some point from non-runners is, you know, running is going to cause arthritis in your knees or it's going to ruin your knees. It's going to wreck your knees. Is that the truth? (laughs) No, it's not true at all. Not true at all. Running is is not what's going to wreck the knees. You may already have something in there. Okay. And then you start running and then you have knee pain, but it's not the actual running except for kind of things we talked about where you're you're not preparing you're not strong enough you're not flexible enough so but that's you're creating that knee problem from from that part of it so um no definitely not if anything you're probably going to get stronger you're going to stronger bones and stronger muscles from from running and um you know that load is is something that's good good for our body and the runner's knee and iliotibial band, that's totally different than having arthritis. You know, just because yeah. you have those problems doesn't mean that you have arthritis. Um, you know, the arthritis really has to be diagnosed through through imaging. But um, yeah, that can be different. But you can still run, even if you have arthritis. I mean, a lot of doctors will say no, mm-hmm. but it's, it's up to you and the degree and how much pain. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, so 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 knee pain. From what I'm hearing, it doesn't necessarily have to get worse with age, right? right. Like when you're in your, if you are a good form and you have strong legs and you've taken care of yourself and you have mobility and all that kind of stuff, you could be a strong runner at 65. Oh yeah. And your knees won't show it, right? Right. Right. Yeah. You know. I mean, there's genetics, of course, and uh-huh. you know, no idea sometimes like why people get problems and and why it is, and that's kind of just the way it is, but. Yeah, you should be able to, you know, you should be able to keep running. I mean, and, and that takes everything else in consideration too. I mean, you talk about, you know, water and, and proper hydration, um, good sleep, less stress, you know, things like that too are going to be an important thing. <laughs> sure. sure. It's not just, it's not just the, your knees, right. And your form. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, so, so does the matter, like, do you, um, with pe- with patients that you work with or people that you talk to, do you recommend ever saying get off the pavement or head to the trails or the track or something that's a little bit softer? Does that matter at all? Or. Um, I can't say that I personally talk about that. Okay. So I know there's some other run, co- you know, run coaches that I, that I have, listen to that uh, 
or read about late recently that are talking about getting people onto the trail if if you're having some issues. I usually try to tell people more, you know, just start to strengthening and maybe back off on the miles or back off on how often or, you know, at intervals for a little while, something like that. Okay, so you're a big proponent of strength training, um, I can tell. And so let's talk about some basic exercises that if people are having knee pain, um, either kind that we've been talking about. So maybe, I don't know if they, they differ from the two kinds that we talked about, but let's kind of talk about some basic exercises that you think are going to be kind of universally helpful. Yeah, so the two, like we said, the two main things, the runner's knee or your jumper's knee or anterior knee pain and then the lateral knee pain, the iliotibial band. So both of those things, um, exercises first start with, I would say, would be your, the mobility, the hip mobility and the ankle mobility exercises. And even uh, your spine, so the upper part of your spine, thoracic part. So those things, doing mobility exercise with those. Um, then some, some foam rolling to the calf and um, quad and maybe the inner part of the leg. Okay. And then strengthening would be like uh, heel raises or toe raises and squats, like mini squats, side lunges I like, and then hip actual glute exercises like this clamshell, fire hydrants, and people who know some of these exercises. Sure, <laughs> yeah, people know what they are. We're yeah. big fans of, the, what about the glute bridge? Do you like that? Yeah, glute bridge, definitely. Yeah. And then a single leg glute bridge, once you can get better with that, um, planks, Definitely. So that actually does your legs and your core. Okay. Those, those are definitely good ones. Um, okay. Any and hinging type of a thing is a good exercise. So uh, deadlift type exercises, you know, just with a kettlebell. It doesn't have to be like all these things don't have to be like you're going into the gym and you're grabbing these huge uh, barbells. It doesn't have to be that at all. I mean, you can use resistance bands. You can use uh, leg weights. You can use your kettlebell, light dumbbells. So it doesn't have to be that big, scary thing of going to the gym and thinking you need to do all this um, huge weight training type things. Okay. You know, a lot of it could be body weight, a lot of yeah. body weight exercises. So nice um and so you mentioned foam rolling why is it when you hit the inside of your um thighs why is that so painful like i, yeah. feel like I don't use those ex those muscles very much in in the running and walking and everyday life but yet they are they like stabilizing what are they doing yeah it is it is kind of it is interesting and i don't really know that i have a total answer for that but because yeah i feel like anytime you do it it's always sore like like yeah. i think it would get better but um yeah, the adductors, there's a lot going on on the inner part of our leg. People have done, you know, there's these huge, long muscles there that come and they actually attach on the inner side of your knee. Okay. And um, so, yeah, we do use them a lot. You just don't, you know, don't think about it at all. Okay, nice, nice. Um, and then you, you um, we've talked about mobility. Um, at what point do you have to, like, self-treatment um at what point do you say i can't do this or it's not working and you go and see someone like yourself a physical therapist yeah i mean i think if you have the correct type of exercises and you're faithfully doing it like you know four times a week and you're faithfully de-ramping what you've been doing you know doing a little bit less you're and then you're actually um doing your cross training and you know if you needed to 
if you need it to, you know, take like anti-inflammatory or whatever, you know, your what you decide to do, Voltaren gel or something like that, if, if you think that's okay for you. And you're consistently doing it and it's been like six weeks and you're not really getting anywhere, then I should probably go see somebody. Okay. Okay. Um, but basically what I'm hearing is you, you get, you get, uh, get, slow it down, right? Slow it down to a walk or some interval training, bring down the mileage, get on the foam roller, get on some mobility and get on some strength. Exactly. <laughs> so yes. Four or five things and, and see what yes. happens. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And not wearing a brace. I know a lot of people ask, Oh, I need a brace. My knee hurts. Well, you're, your muscles are your brace. Yeah. So okay. you got to strengthen your muscles. And if you're wearing a brace, your muscles won't work. They, they shut off because they they no longer need to support your knee because you're wearing a brace. And most of them just, they're, they're not going to hold up. They're not going to fit the right way. They're going to slide down and all that thing. If you really feel like you need anything, then um, I would suggest like kinesio tape, K tape would be okay. an option as you're getting, getting ready. Um, sometimes there is a, a thicker knee it's just a, a chopat strap i don't know if people will know but it's so it's just like a single strap that goes around the yes, knee I've seen that. yeah <laughs> that may be helpful for some people um and then insoles like looking into getting some insoles for your shoes could be another thing that's an outside issue you know besides your your body so it's a kind of an outside thing that you could try that would help and um and I mean, yeah, and you can look at your shoes, you know, I mean, you got to make sure that you're wearing running shoes. Okay. And um, I don't believe in those big cushiony shoes. I, I wear um, ultra torns. So okay. I like, you know, my toe box is, is big in those shoes and you know, yes. my toes move around and you can feel the ground because it's important to feel the ground. Why people want to cushion themselves so badly, they don't feel anything. But, you know, our foot needs to feel the ground, you know, to know what's going on. And um if you just look at your shoes, some people have these shoes and the toe, you can see where the toe curls upwards. So your toes are being lifted and, and curled up every, when you're running and walking, if you really look at some of these shoes. So I just feel like with the ultras that, you know, the foot is flat and the, the toes are flat and you can flex them and curl them the, the way, the way you need to. So, sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you. Is there anything else that you'd want to add, uh, Roslyn? No, I think we really covered it. I think, I think it's, you know, it's really important that you do try something like, it's not just like, Oh, I have this knee pain and I'm going to just stop for three weeks. It's going to get better. And then I'm going to start running again. That just yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. And so if mantra is rehab, don't rest. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I like that rehab and don't rest and pay for it now yeah. or yeah. pay for it later. Yeah, yeah. You, it, yeah, exactly. I mean, you got to do something for it. Like if you have an injury, you got to do something for it. So just, just resting for a couple of weeks and then that's just not going to do it. So you have to do something, you know, just like when you're sick, you, you, you don't just lie there. Like, you got to take a medicine. You got to take a bicarbonate. You got to drink water. You got to do something to get better. So sure, sure. same thing with, with a knee injury. So um, make sure you're, you, you know, if there's YouTube or following my Instagram. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, we will <laughs> definitely Link to yeah, like join my Facebook page. group, whatever it is, you know, find the proper exercises to do and, and uh, rehab. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, and I think the opposite is true, too. And, and maybe, um, you know, people need to hear this, but you can't run through it, right? Like doing the right. same thing again and again right. is not yes. going to make it better. Like it doesn't just matter. 
I've tried a gazillion times. Things <laughs> don't just magically disappear because no. suddenly, you know, your odometer on your, you know, you turn to 30 miles that week and the 30th mile is suddenly pain-free. Like that doesn't right. work that way. It doesn't right? work that way. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You really shouldn't be just running through, you know, the, and like I said, the four out of 10 pain or so or above you, you shouldn't be run, just running through that. Yeah. Something that pain is telling you something and swelling, you know, like, oh, you know, my leg swells up and like swelling is definitely telling you something. So at that point, oh, and, and actually you were saying something about when people, there are some times where there are red flags where you okay. should probably see somebody um, and you don't need to go see an orthopedic surgeon. I mean, or the people say orthopedics, but they don't realize an orthopedic or orthopedist is an orthopedic surgeon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They do surgery. So they're going to do, if they can't surgery you, then they're going to send you to PT. And in most states in the United States, you can see a physical therapist without a referral. So mm-hmm. cut out that middleman and just go see the PT and get better because 99% of the time they're going to just send you to PT anyway, unless they, if they can't do surgery on you, if they can't inject you. And I'm not saying there's anything bad about it. I mean, that's their job. That's what they do. So sure. if, if you're not at that point yet, then they, there's nothing they can do for you except for send you to therapy. And I know a lot of people think, well, you have to know what it is. Well, physical therapists, we are trained to assess musculoskeletal injuries. Like we learn how to do an assessment to tell you this is what it is. And, you know, maybe it's not what the imaging is saying, but that doesn't really matter. (laughs) Sure, sure. (laughs) Because even if you have a meniscus tear, which is another knee problem, no one can treat the meniscus tear. We have to, I mean, surgery could, but we have to figure out what caused it. What is the problem and how, what in your body can make it be, make you be better. So, sure. yeah. So seeing somebody and finding out what your actual impairments are and how to fix those is going to be more important than seeing the orthopedic surgeon. So yeah, it's no, I think that that's really right there. Yeah, that's a really smart tip. I because th- I didn't I didn't put the, I thought I thought that those were two different people, orthopedic surgeon and orthopedist. And yeah. yeah, again, like nothing against them. That's just a lens at which they view their practice, right? That's how right. they were trained. You know, that's so, how they're trained. They're trained to do surgery and injections. So that's it's a, if you come to them and you need that, then great. But if you don't, you're you're going to be sent to PT. So wasted so <laughs> some time, probably and some money. And uh, yeah, no, I definitely agree with you. And I think one of the things that's so can be frustrating about physical therapy is, you know, I think what you said earlier was like the diligence, like you're faithfully doing your exercises because, you know, going once a week and I'm saying this for much (laughs) as my benefit as everybody else's going once a week and, you know, having them do all the things that you do and you're really earnest and, you know, really like ready to be better there. And then you get home and, oh, you're so tired. There's no way you can get on the floor and do, you know, do the foam rolling or, you know, do your exercises or whatever. And I, I get it. I, and I think Rosalyn, you get it too, but I, I do think yeah. that, oh, yeah. uh, especially as you get older, it does make a difference. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, every day I want to exercise or I want to do my, my, my rehab exercises, but if I want to keep going, then I just have to put it in my mind that this is what I do. This is my new normal. <laughs> normal. Well, and we all know what the new normal is, right? Or we're all finding a new normal right now. So maybe this is the time to jump on. Right. Right. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. You were super helpful. Um, good luck with everything as you uh, get ready to to get rekinetic, uh, really out into the world, stamped into the world. Like I said, we will um, we will link to um, Dr. Moore's uh, uh, 
Instagram account and her page and stuff in the show notes. So if you want to get in touch with her, you can absolutely do that if you're in the Maryland area and you also do um, virtual appointments as well. Right. I can do online appointments, but if it's physical therapy, I can only work in the state of Maryland and Virginia. Oh, okay. But if it's, if it's not, you know, like a skilled knee, the actual physical therapy part, I can do that across the United States. Right. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Take good care. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you so much.